I'm Luke Kennedy with the McCain Institute, and you're in the arena with leaders and citizens who are taking character-based action. I'm in the arena with Lubomira Filopovich, who is our next generation leader from Montenegro. And you know, you're known as a lot of things, but first and foremost as an activist and a publicist. Uh, you've served as an acting mayor in your country, which I certainly want to hear more about. You've also been a, a political advisor, so a broad uh, portfolio. You've spent uh, your last year with the McCain Institute, but also uh, at the Denver International Airport, which is something I want to get into. And if I have it right, what you are about first and foremost is accountability. Accountability is in, in communities, accountability in government. Is that correct? Or Yeah, that's that's correct, but with more more emphasis on also values and ethics and the new uh, leadership culture in our country, and not just in our country, but in our region, uh, because I think that we are facing a deep leadership crisis uh, in the whole of Western Balkan regions, region that is known to be a place of political instabilities that has that caused a lot of trouble in history, not only in the region, but uh, it used to threaten uh, the security of all of the continent, European continent. I think. Right, yeah. And whole entire wars have been sparked, I, I guess Spark you the Balkans. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those regions, Middle East, Balkans, and Caucasus. That's always the strangle. So this kind of sounds like the activist side is that, hey, uh, we, can, uh, we can do better. There's more that needs to come together, and there are... Uh, forces at work that need countervailing uh, uh, forces. So I'm going to make a bit of a funny pivot here. Uh, I, I get we have a lot of leadership training at the McCain Institute that, that, that is directed right at those sort of things. But then we put you in the Denver airport as your place to kind of help you with uh, understanding what better actions you can take. So so how does that work? I was, I was surprised at the beginning when I heard but then I realized that being a, almost a government, city government agency, because it's owned by the city and county of Denver, it's quite a political environment. And the office I was working with was the government affairs office that communicate a lot, communicates a lot with the uh, councils of the neighboring counties and with the city and county of Denver council also with the TSA and FAA, which are the federal agencies. And um, that was a place where I learned a lot. Denver International Airport is far biggest by territory airport in the U.S. It's in the second biggest in the world, actually. Right. And it's, it's a hub for the whole Midwest part of the U.S. And uh, it's fast growing society and it's an example how a long-term planning urban planning also uh, pays off in a long term so it's uh, the blueprint for the airport was done 30 years ago and it continues to grow uh, according to the plan and it, it's really a good example how you can do a lot just by a good by following a good plan now, I've been through that airport a number of times and it's as I'm sure you know was in the news quite a bit years ago because it was supposed to have this super cutting edge uh, carousel system. And luggage light, system. Which, luggage system, that's a much better explanation. 
um, which I think does work fine now, but it was very controversial. No, for they a long change time. it. Yeah, it was yeah. just the beginning. It was a complete waste of resources at the beginning, so they've changed it, and uh, now it's functioning fine. They they're introducing some new uh, technologies from the from the Netherlands, uh, and I think that's the pilot project. So the lines at the TSA checkpoints, I think, will be shorter much after the initial pilot project at the Denver International Air, uh, Airport finishes, then we will see those those uh, checkpoints which are much more um, which are faster to go through and those are those, they are really good at these pioneering steps in, 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 aviation, in, the, in the aviation industry. So you've been a change agent and you want to go back and be even more of a change agent um, but it strikes me if, if either as an activist or a publisher or some combination of both you have to ground that either in with allies or with people or an organization um, how are you going to approach that? I was involved in politics as you, as you said I was an elected official for uh, for I was active in for eight years and then I at a certain point I felt tired I felt uh, uh, that the environment political environment was not something that suits me so uh, I started changing the environment by helping some other non-political agents uh, through the activism part of my of my biography as you read but now I feel that uh, going out of arena is not the real the is not the thing to be done that you need to be present that you need to be the voice to be heard if you really want to make a change in, in your environment in your community uh, so with the help of the McCain Institute uh, we're going to uh, establish the good basis for the change of the political culture in the country but on the other side i'm leaving the doors open for the opportunities in the back in the political and back in the game so you could just help educate me and maybe a few others i don't know what the airport looks like in montenegro does the montenegro have a good airport and is that something that you might look at or no we are a small country i've actually put in contact the montenegrin national agency for airports which owns two are only two international airports in the country and they are now already communicating with the Denver International Airport and they are invited by the Montenegrin government to to come to Montenegro when they will be welcomed by Montenegro is really badly connected with the rest of the European continent with the road with roads because we are a highly maintenance country and it's quite an effort to build a right. big uh, highway and and that's why airports are crucial for our connectivity to the rest of the continent and we are investing a lot but we are a small country and a small nation of 600,000 people so our airports are nothing that you can compare to the US Air Force but I think that they will find some common interest well I, I think you hear a number of people talk about how the US has a lot to learn about infrastructure efforts that have, have gone on and successfully in Asia and, and other places but you know, my question is: As you go back to Montenegro, how and how do you see the international community in the U.S. 
uh, being connected to Montenegro through, I guess, either the work that you'll directly touch or just more broadly speaking? I also, we didn't mention it before, but I work with the Atlantic Council uh, in Montenegro, which is national chapter in Montenegro. Uh, Montenegro just became a member of NATO two years ago. Which so is a very we, big deal. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was quite quite a big deal. And we are on our path to join the European Union. And those integration processes, both parallelly, are making a huge impact on, on the reforms, reforms in our system. But we are, as I mentioned before, not to be seen just as a single country. We are part of the of the region that is really highly interconnected and dependent. We are dependent on, on each other. Ethnic borders are not the same as, as the country's borders and we need to cooperate inside the region and then go out and cooperate with the rest of the world to finally become a stable stable place and that has a that has a promise of a prosperous future. So what do you wish more people knew about uh, Montenegro? I mean, I guess, you know, if you could come at it, what do, what do people typically ask you about or think when you tell them where you're from? I guess it could be one way to answer it or just, you know, what's out there? You're like, I wish kind of a few more people knew this about my country. Well, Montenegro is becoming a, truly a hotspot when it comes to tourism. Uh, it has a beautiful nature. It's almost reminds me of Colorado when it comes to mountains, ski resorts, uh, beaches. Uh, we have beautiful resorts, beautiful hotels. We are just, uh, even though people don't perceive it, we are just uh, some few miles, over 200 miles from Rome. Right. So there is one hour flight from Rome, two hours flight from Paris. I wish more and more Americans come to Montenegro first time I was here it was 2016 nobody knew about Montenegro this time uh, upon my entrance in September uh, when I was entering US the first person was the border police officer who told me yeah I was in Kotor which was actually the place I was born and I'm meeting every day a lot of Americans that that went visited Montenegro and they heard about it so I, we are dependent on, dependent on tourism. Our economy comprises, I think that almost a third of our GDP comes from tourism, which is, uh, which is very high. And uh, if people from United States started coming more, we would be, we would be happy to host them and, and spread the good word about, about our country, which is small but quite a beautiful place in Europe just right between Italy and Greece well I guess NATO membership is helping to a certain extent with that and then EU membership would help uh, even e even more um, I uh, Uwe Meredith we appreciate you being in the arena uh, we look forward to kind of keeping up with uh, with your work I look forward to visiting Montenegro it's a place I haven't been and would love to uh, to get to um, so we know you're gonna keep doing you're, what you're welcome doing. there Maybe you'll go back and you'll be a mayor here soon, right? Is that who knows? Who, who knows? I, I'm leaving that door open. That's that's what I learned in the United States. You should never close any doors, door opportunities, doors to any opportunities. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This podcast is produced by Patrick McCann and Justin Kessler. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, tell your friends, or leave a review.